Welcome to today's Daily PBJ Devotional. If you're reading through the Old Testament with us this year, read Genesis 46, Job 12, and Psalm 44. This devotional is about Psalm 44. We have heard with our ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the work you did in their days, in the days of old. With your hand you drove out the nations and planted our fathers there. You crushed the peoples and cast them out. For it was not by their sword that they took the land. Their arm did not bring them victory. It was by your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, because you favored them. You are my king, O God, who ordains victories for Jacob. Through you we repel our foes. Through your name we trample our enemies. For I do not trust in my bow, nor does my sword save me. For you save us from our enemies. You put those who hate us to shame. In God we have boasted all day long, and your name we will praise forever. Selah. But you have rejected and humbled us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You have made us retreat from the foe, and those who hate us have plundered us. You have given us up as sheep to be devoured. You have scattered us among the nations. You sell your people for nothing. No profit do you gain from their sale. You have made us a reproach to our neighbors, a mockery and derision to those around us. You have made us a byword among the nations, a laughingstock among the peoples. All day long my disgrace is before me, and shame has covered my face. At the voice of the scorner and reviler, because of the enemy bent on revenge. All this has come upon us, though we have not forgotten you or betrayed your covenant. Our hearts have not turned back, our steps have not strayed from your path. But you have crushed us in the lair of jackals, you have covered us with deepest darkness. If we had forgotten the name of our God, or spread out our hands to a foreign God, would not God have discovered, since he knows the secrets of the heart? Yet for your sake we face death all day long, we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Wake up, O Lord, why are you sleeping? Arise! Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our affliction and oppression? For our soul has sunk to the dust. Our bodies cling to the earth. Rise up. Be our help. Redeem us on account of your loving devotion. This is God's word. The sons of Korah who wrote this song were servants in the temple. That's all we know about them. David was the beginning of music and lyrics in the tabernacle or temple worship, and so they followed him. But we don't know how closely or how many years removed they were from David's life and leadership of Israel. We do know, however, that whoever wrote this song was longing for God to work in Israel. Verses 1-3 through describe generally the work of God for Israel by bringing them military victory. That refers to the conquest of Joshua some of the victories of the judges, and those of Saul and David. Because these men trusted God, God faithfully used them to win. But when those wins came from God, as we read in verse 3, it was not by their sword that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, the light of your face, for you loved them. Those are the words of the NIV in verse 3. God's work in those victories was a display of his power and love on behalf of his people. The psalmist wants that to happen again. Verses 4-8 through eight draw parallels to the men God used in the past. 
They trusted in God, and so did the writer, according to verses 4 and 6. They glorified God for their wins, according to verse 1, and so did the author of this psalm, according to verse 9. But the results were not the same. Although the psalmist experienced some victories from the Lord, according to verses 5 and 7, he had recently witnessed some severe defeats, according to verses 9 through 16. The simplistic answer for these defeats would be that God is punishing Israel for her sins. And that's the same viewpoint that Job's friends had, incidentally. But in verses 17 and 18 of our psalm today, the psalmist denied straying from God. Yet the defeats came and continued, according to verse 19. God knew their hearts, verses 20 and 22 say that, so the author was confident that it was not a sin punishment that was causing these losses. In verses 23 through 26 then, he concluded his song in faith. He was not content to think, well, God provided for our ancestors, but he's not doing that for us anymore. Instead, he called on the Lord. You made a promise to us, Lord, he says in verse 26. He talks about your unfailing love. So he says, show up and display your power for our blessing once again. There is sometimes a tendency to think that God won't do today the things he did in the past. God isn't saving people in our land anymore, or he isn't building great, strong churches, people think. We just have to be content, one might think, with little candles of hope today, not the great roaring flame of God's power, or so one might think. Have you ever thought that way? Well, has Jesus' promise, I am with you to the very end of the age, been rescinded? Is it no longer true that all power has been given in heaven and on earth to him? Of course not. So when we read of God's power, his provisions, his salvation, and his work in the past, our response shouldn't be, too bad he's not doing that anymore. Instead, it should be, be faithful And let God do it again. Let's pray that way today. Over anything that you are concerned or discouraged about. God's power isn't for the past. It is here for every age. And every believer who calls to him in faith for it. I hope that encourages you today. I hope you have a great day as well. See you next time. May God bless you.